0: Episode of Failing Forward. I'm your host Steve Hofsetter, and as always, like, comment, subscribe, share, review, all that stuff. I'm just gonna get right into it because I was so happy when you said yes to do this. Uh, so I'm joined here by Bly. Black? Here, you
1: tried to say black. I tried to
0: say Glozell and Bly at the same time. <laughs> I tried to say your name. I'm joined here by Glozell. Uh, how do you like to be credited? Social media megastar? What do you want to be? Are, Hello, this is
1: Glozell. Is you okay? Is you good? Because I want to know. Um, yes, yeah. I like that. Social media that megastar? Megastar. I'm an OG, one of the originals. So I like it. I like it how all. How many
0: YouTube subscribers do you have?
1: On YouTube, now I have 4.7 million. Wow,
0: only 4.7 million. Yeah, only 4.7 million. That is... I have
1: over a billion views, but you know... Over a billion views. Why don't you just subscribe, you guys? It's free.
0: Yeah, 4.7 million. Uh Uh-huh. When did you... When did you go from... Because there's always a tipping point. There's always something where you just go... And, and I'm sure there were a couple.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: when did you go from this is a thing I'm trying to do to
1: this is a thing I'm doing? This was never a thing I was trying to do because. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, I, I never was trying to, to do because the Internet didn't exist. YouTube didn't. When I started, no one knew what it was, including yeah. myself. I was just using it to post ideas.
0: So this was when, 2006, 2007?
1: 2000.
0: Two thousand five. So yes, this is I'm, pre. Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm early, early. Wow,
0: because YouTube, YouTube started taking off because YouTube was the thing that you embedded videos into MySpace
1: with. Yes, out of MySpace. Why, yes. That's
0: why YouTube became a thing because mm-hmm. it was the first. It was the first thing on the web, or at least the first popular thing on the web, that allowed you to put videos onto another popular site. Yes. It used to be that you had to like upload those super long videos. Mm-hmm. I had a. I had a comedy resource website and one of the things we offered was uploading videos for people. Because It'll people didn't know how to do it, <laughs> and so that was one of the benefits you could have by having a profile there. So if you're on YouTube in 2005, yes, that is that is original, original. Yes, yeah, so
1: they call me an OG, a legend. Yeah, a
0: legend, a legend, a trailblazer, yes. A
1: trailblazer. Yes, you were like indeed. the one
0: person who went through that and didn't get like dysentery on the frontier. Exactly. You were you made
1: but, it. But a lot of people I got hated on because no one understood what I was doing. When you watch somebody on television and film, you're like, oh, I get what they doing, I've, I know television, I know film, but I yeah. would get comments like, um, your uncle saw you dancing in your room and this is inappropriate. And oh, blah, so it's
0: like with family. Yeah, so
1: I oh. disowned because what is this? You're just, I didn't even think about it that way. We're like, at work and someone's showing me this and I realize that that's my niece or that's my cousin. This is just horrible. And
0: now people would just be like, oh yeah, my cousin, the
1: Instagram yes. star. Oh, yeah. But back
0: then you had to explain to them what it was. And
1: I, 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 there's people I don't talk to in my family Still. to this day. Wow. Because it's like, oh, I'm just so embarrassed by what you do. I'm like, do you watch television? Do you watch other people doing this, you know, fun stuff? But it, yeah. just, seemed like, it just seems like you're just acting crazy. For no reason.
0: So, so when did it? Okay, so it wasn't something you intended to do. No. But when did it go from a thing you happen to be doing to realizing, oh, this is a career?
1: Well, I was doing stand up, and I, yeah. um, I heard your uh, earlier blog, uh, uh, vlog, your podcast. Yeah. I used to do chocolate Sundays. when yes, oh, Christmas yeah? Mercer was the host. So I was like, oh yeah, uh, that was. That's
0: how I got past the Laugh Factory. I started out by doing chocolate Sundays. Yeah, the first show I would do there was Chocolate Sundays. You I did I
1: had you are very funny.
0: Thank you. <laughs> yes, I had to, not
1: an easy audience. In
0: order to be <laughs> Well, I got I got real lucky on my first audition because the person who went so Chocolate Sundays, for anyone unfamiliar, it is it's a black showcase yes. at the Laugh Factory mm-hmm. that has been sold out every show two to three times a night on yes. Sunday nights. Mm-hmm. It's been sold pretty much sold out for like ten years. Yes. And so they have this thing before the early show called First Impressions. Yes. Where people do... I think you start out with like you get two minutes and then your second one you get like four minutes and your third <laughs> one you get like six minutes. But you have to pass three auditions to get past on the regular show. And the owner's show.
1: sitting there and it's like...
0: It is... It is... It is tough. Trial by fire absolutely. And I went up... I was the second one on the first impression and the first one bombed so hard. <laughs> so hard. And at the end she does this thing where she just goes... She goes... Hey, we're about to turn it into church up in here and start singing gospel. And like everyone in the room is like, we don't want it to be church. (laughs) We would like it to be a comedy show, please. And it's just the most out of place thing. And I go up and I just immediately, I mean, I'm clearly me. Yes. And I go, and at the time I was also even scrawnier and like just. I don't even know if it's possible, but I think I was paler. And I just went up and I just opened and I just go, I'm Jewish, so it's not going to be church. And just immediately I had the crowd because she had pushed them so far away. And I don't know who that is. And I'll never know who that is. Thank you. Whoever that is. I owe you everything.
1: Thank you, horrible lady. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank you, terrible lady. Thank you, terrible lady. You're the best lady. for being the worst. Yes. Okay,
0: so you were doing stand-up at Chocolate Sundays. Yes,
1: and uh, at other places, and um, and it was not quite my fit. Yeah. Because I, I've always felt like um, my stuff is a little lighter. for younger people, and my audience could never get in. Or they have to come in with their parents, or things like that. So yeah. when YouTube came around, I had a vlog, and it was going slow. And someone said, well, upload it on this YouTube thing, and just copy and paste and put it on there yeah so that's what I was doing but I was building an audience on YouTube and I didn't know
0: do you remember who gave you that advice?
1: Yes, her name is Leslie Seidel. She's my friend. Okay, just making sure yes, that. Because, I know her. Because
0: sometimes it is funny. Like, I mean, I don't know who the horrible woman was. <laughs> no. And no. so the idea I of know like, friend. every yes. now and then, like, I've had situations where, like, oh, yeah, someone said this thing to me that changed yes. my life. And I have yes. no idea who it is.
1: Yes, Adam changed my life. We have a friend, Adam Hunter. Yeah, we
0: have a friend in common. I used
1: to just follow him and follow him and follow him. And this was before I started the, the YouTube. Yeah. He's like, you're funny and you're clean, you can go anywhere. I was like, oh really? He's like, yeah, anywhere. College is everything. You have an easier time than I would. And that was the best advice and I started doing things by myself.
0: That's fantastic. Yes,
1: because I was always like, I want to be on your show and I'll follow him and I'll follow his dad and I was just kind of a stalker.
0: Yeah, Adam (laughs) uh, is actually, so the way I met him, everybody thinks we were friends in New York We moved out here like six months apart. We were both running shows in New York and that's why we never met because we were running our own stuff. I was always at my shows, he was always at his. And then when I moved to LA, the second night I was in town, I tried to do a spot at Westwood Brewing Company. And when Mm -hmm. he used to run those Westwood shows, and I, you know, had a friend who was doing the show and they introduced me and Adam threw me up at like two in the morning, you know, just one of these yes. like let, but, but that's how we became friends because I would always do his Westwood show and we ended up becoming friends through that. So like, and I've said on this show before and in many other places that I credit those shows at Westwood with learning how to do comedy. Right. Cause they were not easy. No. And so. It's funny that we both. So we're both name checking. So Adam, if you're listening, yes, Adam, thank you very we much. I love
1: you, Adam Hunter. Yeah. Yes. So okay.
0: So you were. So you were doing stand up, but it wasn't yes. the right fit.
1: No, it wasn't the right fit because it was late. I was teaching and by day and. um I, walking late to your car, hoping in, that somebody wasn't on top of my car because it's not like comedy clubs are in Bel Air. Yeah, you know, it's it's in the seedy part sometimes, and yeah. it's late. And I I'm from Florida, and I'm saying hi to everybody, and it yeah. was just like, what are you doing? So I definitely, like, <laughs> how do I figure out how to do comedy in the daytime? There was no daytime comedy clubs. So
0: what? What made you want to do stand-up in the first place?
1: Well, I always wanted to do sitcom. And all of a sudden, all the sitcom people, they weren't actors. They were stand-up comedians. And people were like, well, you're funny. And you tell stories. So So you saw it
0: as a stepping stone. Yes. But this was what's so interesting to me about the time that you were basically doing this at exactly the right time. Because it is as this new frontier was opening. Yes. And the people who wanted to do this five years before you could not have made their own way. No. And when I see someone today talk about how, like, oh, I'm aspiring to do this, I'm aspiring to do that, I just get so annoyed because I'm like, so just fucking do it.
1: Exactly. Like, how do I start a YouTube (laughs) channel? It's free.
0: The first thing you need is an email address. You start it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I didn't have a address. computer.
1: I didn't have a camera. I borrowed everything. I would go to the library. I would yeah. get Wi-Fi. You didn't just have Wi-Fi at Starbucks. You had to pay for stuff. And you're like hoping, looking at somebody like, can I borrow your Wi-Fi coat? You know, like.
0: Oh, my first year on the road, I would terrible. drive around neighborhoods hoping for an yes. open signal.
1: Yes. I would sit outside a church and I'm just like, oh, there's Wi-Fi right now.
0: Yeah. It'd be like, that's what that's what people were praying for. Yeah. <laughs> the, the ability to upload stuff. Yes. I, like, I'm, I did this uh, web series in college mm-hmm. that wasn't really a web series because there was nowhere to put it. But the reason I did it, so I had won, there was some stupid raffle thing and I won a webcam.
1: Oh. One of
0: those Logitech, like little ball cameras. Do you yes, remember those yes. things? That had like the resolution of n- nothing. <laughs> you know, you couldn't see anything clearly. And, and my friend and I shot these six little like character sketches. The idea was it, w- it was, you know, the stereotypical college student. Mm-hmm. And so each one was a different character. There was the one guy who's like the lacrosse player. There was the one guy who talks for three minutes and says nothing. Uh, <laughs> there was a, uh, she played like the emo art student. And when I look back and I go, man, those things would have been so viral.
1: Now, yeah. Those things would have been
0: so viral. And, like, it, instead I just like sat a friend of mine, you want to see a thing I made? <laughs> You want to see a thing that nobody ever can see because there's barely an internet right now, and uh, and looking back, that which by the way, she has become a very very like successful director, Susanna Fogel. Shout out to her. Oh, shout uh, out. yeah, went to college together and made this silly series, but like now you can do what you want.
1: Yes, there's no excuse.
0: Yeah. So, okay, so you make this YouTube channel.
1: Right, I make this YouTube channel, and I'm still thinking that I'm just copy and pasting. So I'm in Costco, and there's this girl following me, and I'm like, okay, something's something's wrong. I'm
0: about to get stabbed.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking, like, we're about to fight or something, so I'm yeah. like, okay, let me position myself Did I take the, her the,
0: giant jar of peanut butter? Yeah, between the nuts it and the yeah. chips,
1: and the, and the cheap pizza is yeah. about to go down. Right. So she comes up to me, and I'm ready, I'm like, yeah. Because I was living in Inglewood, like, I'm ready. Yeah. Okay, and she's like, may I take a picture with you? I'm like, huh? Yeah.
0: She's like,
1: aren't you on the internet? I'm like, what? And I'm like, let me pay attention to this YouTube thing, because yeah. that's how she said she knew me.
0: How many How many subscribers do you think you had at the time that that happened?
1: Um, uh, maybe a couple of hundred. Wow. Maybe a couple of hundred. Because, I mean, we had diehard people that would watch, because no one else... It was just a weird world. Nobody was looking, but yeah. you had I had hardcore fans before then, and not everybody subscribes. You could have thousands of uh, hits on a video and yeah. not have that many subscribers at the time, and I would right back to everybody because right. I, I had the time. It wasn't that many and we were there. And I was like, oh. Yeah,
0: because shopping at Costco only takes so long. And so then when I you get home. so long. Yeah.
1: And I didn't know anybody in the comedy clubs Nobody came up to me. I was, I figured like, I'm not the funniest person, but I was there on time. And I did yeah. my little thing and I have, everybody has their niche, you know? Yeah. So I'm more like a chocolate Sunday morning. If they had <laughs> morning, you know.
0: But but the ability to recognize mm-hmm. Because there are so many people who do comedy. I don't even know if I want to call them comedians who don't understand that that this is not the fit for you. Just because you find it cool, just because you think it's interesting, doesn't mean it's what you should do. Well,
1: you just want to be famous. Yeah. But But there are people like... have no skills.
0: There was a a comedian I knew who was a great producer. Mm. And I kept trying to push him toward that. Because on stage he was a... But he was a great producer. And I was like, look... You don't need to do this thing just because you want to.
1: Everyone wants to be the star. They want to be in, in front.
0: Yeah, but also you can be the star as a producer. <laughs>
1: right, you can.
0: Everybody knows Dick Wolf's name. Yes, He's made yes. 13 Billion Law and Orders.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
0: so, like, you know, Chuck Lorre has yes. created so much television. Mm-hmm. And you can do things creatively. And, you know, but stand-up is a very specific yes. thing. It is. And even within stand up, there are people who are like, oh, I could do any gig. And I'm like, no, you couldn't. No, no, nobody no, could.
1: I've been booed at the Apollo when I had millions of followers. And I'm sitting wow. there like, wow. What? That's got to be. You're just like,
0: can you tell me more about that? I because... don't.
1: I can't even believe I said it because to, <laughs> to my knowledge, no one has, they don't air it. Like, no one yeah. never said, last time you get booed on Apollo because I don't think that anybody realized that was me and they don't air yeah, but it. It just... was Monique who was the host just the, the idea of
0: knowing Precious. that like tomorrow tomorrow i am beloved but in this moment everything's going wrong like
1: like i was just kind of like what like i hear it. i'm like i'm hearing booze i'm not i wasn't understanding the booze yeah like, what? You like, know. why are
0: they who are like, these people like,
1: don't do don't, don't don't, you, don't you none of you guys subscribe
0: yeah. are you not <laughs> yeah confused well that's the that's also the the difficult part just from a mental health perspective mm-hmm. of you have mm-hmm. your audience right and your it. audience is your audience and i've said this to people before because i've had people be like are you famous and i'm like first of all if you have to ask absolutely not right but to <laughs> some <laughs> people yes yep. mm-hmm. there are some people who watch every single video right follow every single facebook post we comment on every single instagram post and to them, you're just
1: part of their life. Yes.
0: And then the person sharing an apartment with them will have never heard your name.
1: You better preach.
0: Yeah. That
1: that is the truth.
0: It's the weirdest. I
1: will have family members, or uh, you know, just like you know, you're not gonna share a squat. You're not gonna. You oh know, yeah. Like um, I'm paying, I'm help paying for this and paying for that, and you know, this little video thing is helping you with your life. Yeah.
0: You, my, you can't click like my brother. Uh, I posted a picture with, uh, or my brother posted a picture with me, where uh, we went on this trip together, and he posted this picture and tagged me in it. Mm-hmm. You know, and didn't say anything about me being a comedian or whatever. It was a baseball thing, and he got a comment from someone he knew at work that was like, "Oh my God, you know Steve Hofstetter," and he was like, "What? First <laughs> of all, it's not a, it's not a common last name. No, it's not. <laughs> you never thought that maybe." Someone with the last name Hofstadter might know someone else with the last name Hofstadter. But also, like, it, it's just such a. My family definitely doesn't yet understand.
1: My mom doesn't.
0: That. I, I mean, they're supportive and they're very it's sweet. Not on TV, and I love she's them. she's never
1: seen a thing. It wasn't until President Barack Obama, they're like, oh. So let's,
0: let's talk my about
1: Twitter that. interview the president. Yeah. But until then, it was like.
0: So we're we gonna talk, we're gonna about, talk about we're gonna talk about that for a second. And I just love the idea also that like you interviewed the president and you still have to be like, This is what I do for a living. <laughs> so <clears throat> we're gonna talk about how Glosell interviewed Barack Obama <laughs> right after this break. Welcome back to Failing Forward. I'm your host, Steve Hofstadter, joined by Glozell. Glozell and yes. uh, we're talking about uh, Barack Obama right now, yes. or we're about to. So you interviewed yes. while he was president.
1: The sitting president. The
0: sitting president. Of in the White House. Of the United States of Ooh. America. want yes. to make sure people don't get this confused.
1: The finest. With
0: any other president. <laughs> uh, so you were, how did this happen?
1: I... Well, you get emails and you just don't believe it. Yeah. You know, so you just like, delete. You know, you start getting phone calls and you're like, delete. And then it's like, no, this is really the White House trying to contact you. I'm
0: like, So they had a follow-up more than once? Yes, because... Oh, my God. Well, I would not have deleted that. I would have at least...
1: Like, why would you be contacted? Like, wh- I don't well, do he was, things political, He you was know? a
0: very social media savvy yes, person. Yes. He was on, he did Between Two Ferns. Yes, yes. Like, what he did is he understood, and I think he was the first politician, or the first politician of that size, yes. to understand that, like, oh, if I want to reach a younger voter, this I'm going to have to go where they are. This the average are. age of a television audience is over 50. Right. So, like, I met with a network where they're like, yeah, you know, we have a much younger demographic here. We have like 45 to 65. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have to get out of this. (laughs) So you have to go where actual people are. Exactly. And where they are is on your channel. So I guess someone saw your channel and was like, hey, this is. like, hey. So, his daughters are fans? Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, what a cool thing. I'm like, thank you. So, that's how I got introduced. And then um, the cool thing, I did not believe it until I was there. I was just like, I'm not. You're like, where?
0: I'm getting punked.
1: Yeah. I'm like, there's going to be some crisis or something. He's going to be hoisted away somewhere. And so, I'm in the White House. He's not there. Okay. Fine. And then there's these helicopters. I'm about to get chills. Helicopters, three helicopters, because yeah. you, n- you never know which one he's in. So he
0: didn't come to your apartment to do this?
1: I wish he would have. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he would have. Yeah. That'd have been a different story. Yeah. And so he's, they're landing, and I'm yeah. screaming, and people are like, talking into their wrist and because I didn't think of the white House as a library no one said you had to be quiet and the the White House staff they're actually some of them were cracking up because ah, he, he's here yeah. oh, no. <laughs> He landed, he landed. He got his own helicopter. I'm all loud and crazy and everything. Yeah. People
0: are like, oh, oh, please tell me you were filming already when that was oh, happening. Oh, yes, I was film
1: where I am just like, okay, can believe well, it. Yeah. I get, and then he comes walking out. He's got swag. You know, he's just the coolest guy. And I had to prevent from saying, well, something about Nick, because he's yeah. so... <laughs> down i'm like he was just like a relative. I know not supposed to
0: hit the table and i'm going like crazy but it, oh if you had said that to obama that would have been
1: you just feel like that made yeah the like you just feel like you there yeah. with them you know
0: the the idea of like it's just it's just so cool how that all comes together though yes how and and also i think the i think your main appeal is that you do get excited about things you do show emotion and there are people who try to do these youtube videos and they're robots or there's two i used to make the mistake and i was at a less happy point in my life if you look at my intros to my (laughs) clips from like 10 years ago maybe hey have you watched this and i was at this club and like i just wasn't (laughs) i wasn't showing any emotion and i think you're very even before we started taping today you you're you, you wear your emotion on your sleeve and I think that that is there's an appeal to that well, to thank people. You. Thank well, you. well, because people resonate with that. And he smelled good. So, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yes, so the okay. But let's go back to, for a second to Sasha and Malia. Were fans? Uh-huh.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I remember early on in my career, I thought it was so cool that like Adam Duritz's sister was a fan,
1: she and was was, she was she was
0: trying to get me to like she was trying to get him to have me perform at his birthday party and i was like yes please how much do you want i don't care how much do you want admission to his birthday party that is what i would like
1: exactly right
0: and there's part of me that like thinks about that and i'm like how
1: come more of the
0: can can more connected (laughs) people's families please watch my stuff
1: but it's interesting that they probably all know you and because i've run into people and they're like and i was just like I didn't know that you knew who I was. I, yeah, I, I ran it to uh, Miss Viola Davis, and she's like, oh, "I love your videos." I'm like, like Is how? There a, I mean, do
0: you have a walk on spot?" I'm, or, right. Yeah.
1: It's like, do you not know that I w- would love to work with? you? I'm just out here yeah. in the universe.
0: How about we do a video where I'm on one of your shows? Right.
1: You love me so <laughs> like, much, but it's, it's 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 a strange thing. And then one time, um, I got it. Go to a birthday party. Like, go to a birthday party. It's Ariana Grande. Go to a birthday party. She watches it. And you're like, at the time, I didn't know. That's crazy. Who's, I'm going, and so I'm showing up in this paparazzi and I'm going because there's a cute girl. She's She does a Disney or Nickelodeon show and she wants me to come to the party. And it was. Huge, yeah, and then we went camping and we went ghost hunting and we, went we did camping with
0: Ariana Grande.
1: She wanted to go camping, and I'm like, okay, like,
0: all right, go, go camping.
1: camping. And it was funny, and we crank called a few people and you know, famous people on her phone, yeah. And you're just like, this is what you do, and it's really odd because I'm always like, does your mom know? Do your parents know? Because I've always been like 20 years older than the average person on the internet at the
0: time, yeah,
1: you know, everybody's like. 15 20 cute white blonde and then there's me who's already grown grown
0: it's but it's Acting wonderful fool. but to be but to be able to break into that yeah. when you know like I'll see uh I recently <laughs> started uh doing stuff on TikTok and I'll see you know like all these teenagers and every now and then I'll see someone and I, I'll think to myself, like, oh, this pathetic old person is trying it. And I'm like, but I'm also a pathetic old person. <laughs> I'm 40.
1: And you're doing well. You're yeah. doing quite well.
0: But it's, and thank you. But the, the idea of being able to fit in in a space that is not necessarily designed for you. Exactly. And.
1: And still be there.
0: Right. And still, but also <laughs> to know that this is where you are going to break through. And I know it wasn't your idea for YouTube necessarily. Right. But it was your idea to be authentically yourself on the internet. And to understand that for you, that is an easier path than being authentically yourself on stage. Because it it, it wasn't the right demographic. It wasn't the, you know, you don't want to perform for a bachelorette party. Right,
1: you know, and you tried that and it doesn't work. But now I can say I'm going to be at the Laugh Factory and I can have a Saturday show at three o'clock, five o'clock, it's packed, everyone's having a good time. And they don't care because they still have their, you know, late night shows. And, yeah. you know, it works.
0: So you do daytime shows right? I have done daytime shows, yes. Oh, wow. That's mm-hmm. such a... Man, the, the ability to, like, rent a theater in the middle of the day. Yeah. And not only that, because you can do it somewhere else. You can fly out in the morning, do mm-hmm. the show, and then come back. You right. don't even have to stay. Oh, the ability to have a daytime crowd. Yeah, ever th- I, I've
1: always wanted... That's, that's my crowd. That's, have you ever okay. thought of doing
0: that in Vegas?
1: You know what? No, but... Kind of, sort of, because I I tend to always want to do things for like kids and moms, so yeah. they they need that in Vegas. They need
0: so much of that because
1: when I went with my child, it you know it wasn't that much to do. It wasn't a show for kids outside the Circus Circus.
0: Yeah, to be able to do, which by the way is a hotel I will never stay in again because I did not realize <laughs> quite what a, I just I did like a like a hot wire thing or press line or whatever oh. where it just put me in circus circus and I'm like okay and then I go to check in and it takes two hours because everyone there has five kids
1: yes, it's and they're just children. like
0: I'd like a room Jonathan Jonathan I'd like a room Angel stop it I would like and it's just it just took forever oh yeah I had them put me on uh, they have like a floor for the airline people Oh, okay. And I was like, can I be on that floor, please? I don't <laughs> want to be around all this stuff. Well, I just saw a bunch of like flight attendants checking was... in and I was like, there's no way they're staying on the same floor. <laughs> there's no way those pilots and those flight attendants are staying on the same floor as these children. That's right. So I just asked and they're like, funny. yeah, that's fine. Now anyway, I know.
1: Now I know. But
0: I think, I think you could crush it in Vegas because, first of all, people come in there from all over the place. You've that's got true. a renewable crowd and that's so true. many of those people will know exactly who you are. You put you up on a marquee and people just walk in the street like, oh yeah that's the that's the person i watch or that's <laughs> the person my kid won't shut up about and then you, i
1: like how you think let's do this
0: i think just just let's do a run in vegas let's do a run all right cool i'm not a three o'clock comic but uh if you can do oh if you can do a matinee show
1: yeah i'm a matinee i'm a matinee comic
0: if you can do a matinee show mm-hmm. you will crush it in vegas i think we've stumbled into a business plan here
1: i'm not joking
0: I'm not either. I I'm think not, this is I'm a wonderful idea. Up. Everyone who's watching this, yes. come see Glazelle's new show in big. It's starting <laughs> yes. next week. Yes. It'll probably take a little bit more time than that. Maybe but, a little bit more. Um, but when you have reach like that, you can kind of do what you want.
1: Exactly right.
0: Yeah. So what is it that you do want now? Because I know we talked about what you wanted when you started. Yes. You started comedy because it was an entree into TV. Yes. Now you don't need TV.
1: I, it took me a long time to realize. Like, wait a minute, this is the vehicle. What am I? I'm trying to use this to go there, and everybody there is trying to go where I am. So, yeah. what? What more do you want? Um, now, I do. I have a. I have agents, and I audition, and I have a movie coming out uh, in Christmas. I'm in Vanity Fair right now. My That's daughter and awesome. I, a November issue. So, please check that out. Um, I'm going to be on the show, The Doctors, um, on the uh, this month. So. I'm doing things outside of the internet, but it's because of the internet.
0: Yeah. So your YouTube obviously is huge, and that's where I know you from. Yes. But are you doing, what are what are your other platforms that you're into?
1: Well, uh, uh, Instagram, I do have Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook.
0: I, I find Snapchat to be so annoying. I don't understand yes, it.
1: It is. I'm like, I'm always asking kids, where where are y'all? They Definitely TikTok. And they're on Snapchat. I'm like, okay. They're all on Snapchat. I'm like, why does it go away, like, buying, like,
0: Yeah, I I am so rooting for Snapchat to go away. But also, I have, like, all the time, I'll open up my Snapchat, and I'll be like, oh, I have 100 new people who are (laughs) follow.
1: See, they're there. They're dedicated. But I
0: post a story on Snapchat, and, like, I look at how many people have seen it, and it's one-tenth of how many people watch my stuff on Instagram, and I have more people on Snapchat than on Instagram. But maybe it's because I don't give a fuck about it and I'm not really engaged <laughs> and I'm constantly saying how stupid it is. Maybe that's why people there don't want to watch me. Um, but I, I just find I mean, it goes back to what you're saying, the idea of like different people are are tar- are better for different platforms. Yes. And it's not just for, you know, stand up versus sketch versus improv versus vlogs. It's also just on social media in general. Like, you could be someone who is perfect for a YouTube audience. Right. And that doesn't necessarily doesn't mean translate. you tweet. yes. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean you got a big right. Instagram. And like,
1: vice versa. And, uh, you know, I do, I'm coming from a, a stand-up background. I have a degree in musical theater, a BFA in musical theater from the University of Florida. Go Gators. And what I realized is that not. I'm
0: just impressed uh, you didn't chomp right then. You know, I. <laughs> you came so close.
1: Yes, I was like.
0: <laughs> Should we, yeah.
1: Uh, uh, that. I, when I did my first VidCon, and they're like, oh, go on stage, can you give us five minutes until the, like, the next person come up?" I'm like, okay, fine. That, And I grabbed someone else that has a lot of followers. I'm like, come on. They were terrified. And I'm like, I don't get it. You speak to people all the time. But it's different when you're editing and you're yeah. changing. Like, Not everybody can just switch over to different things.
0: Well, in the episode with, uh, with Drew right. last week, he was talking about... Uh, the idea of, you know, having a, an edit feature, you know, you can't edit live, on stage. you know, yeah. you
1: can't. So not everybody can do that. So um, you're saying what's new? I, I, I can veer off into I can do my own show yeah. in Vegas. You can give me a mic in an hour and we can do that or we can do challenges. We can do, uh, you know, anything. So I'm diverse and I'm branching out.
0: What do you enjoy the most?
1: I enjoy being with people now, because I've done YouTube a lot. It's usually me and the camera by myself. And I am interested in doing television and film. I did a film, and it was fun. yeah, And so I enjoy that, getting out of my house.
0: Did you um, did you have to learn editing and all that stuff when you were I ne- going through? I
1: never edit my own videos. My first uh, two million followers, none of my videos are edited. It's like okay, the camera cut off or the light fell.
0: <laughs> Just cabins. I'm like,
1: kuna matata. Well, but that's,
0: but that's what I was talking about—the idea of authenticity resonating with people. I was
1: like, I, I edited this, this video, and I, I've, I've done videos where then I uploaded. I'm like, oh, it cut off minutes ago, and I. Only half a video is up because something happened with the battery.
0: Well, it still worked (laughs) because (laughs) it's, I I think that uh, the person I would compare you to in terms of authenticity resonating with people is Tiffany Haddish.
1: That's very interesting that you brought her up. Really? Because one time at Comedy Union, there was uh, the contest and uh, the, the contest was like you win $25 and that was like a lot.
0: So when are we talking here?
1: We're talking about 17 years ago.
0: 17 years ago. About okay. 17 years ago. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. And I'm like, I got my stuff together. I know what I want to say. And I did this bit. And I, once again, the audience was like, uh, okay. Yeah. She did something where she was like, yeah, I'm walking my dog. <laughs> and she started barking and they they fall out. They just yeah. They're just dying laughing. And I was like my company was a little more intelligent she's not going to be anything like wait wait another 10 years and you'll see where i am i'm like and she's everywhere and i am so i'm so proud of her she beat me out for those 25 dollars yeah you know that uh 20 almost 20 years ago and i ran into her and. She was the nicest thing. She were. She remembers, and she was like, she didn't even tell the joke. I'm like, you barked like a dog. You beat me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and well, I love you
0: <laughs> because she was fucking around. Yes. And that's yes. Tiffany was someone who she's amazing. At the Laugh Factory Christmas parties, she would always be doing karaoke, and yet there was no karaoke at the party. She just would go on stage and start singing she's because amazing. that was Tiffany. Yes. And there was. It was one of those things where. It's like once this person hits, mm-hmm. it's going to be enormous because everyone's going to latch on to this just unbreakable spirit.
1: Yes, and I'm glad that you compared me to her.
0: I absolutely do because really do. you you have an authenticity to you. You have you. a the idea that you don't give a fuck when the microphone <laughs> falls, that you don't give a fuck when like, the, oh this is the light fell, the video cut off. <laughs> this is just what I'm doing, this is just who I am. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I struggle with a lot because I struggle with the idea of like Who I am and who I want to show people aren't always the same thing.
1: Oh, that's true.
0: And that is a problem in the entertainment industry.
1: It's also a problem showing people too much as far as relationships, you know? I'm like, I'm an open book, but not everybody who's with me wants to be open book.
0: That's actually one place where I absolutely draw the line. I never talk about...
1: (laughs) Well, I should have. Join me next time on Dating with GloZell. Yeah, well,
0: because I know that there are people who will say, well, they know what they signed up for when they started dating a comedian. And I'm like, did they really, (laughs) though? No, they don't they yeah. really don't yeah and D- it's
1: it's annoying like my fans are young so i would say yes and they come up even when you're talking even at because they're, they're little yeah. you know sometimes they're older but for the most time they're eight 10, 15 they you see those, on they don't care that you're in a conversation they're like oh my gosh yeah you know, so that and can be annoying for anybody them. else yeah and, and and other people don't like it so there you go.
0: Yeah, the thing that I always do when someone comes up to me on the street, and if I'm on a date, is I pretend I'm not excited. That's the real key. Oh gee. <laughs> like, oh yeah, this is normal. This is totally normal.
1: You know, I'm, I'm fucking around. So. The, oh, you. I thought you'd be yeah. not excited to see them, the the, the fans. Oh no, no, no! I was oh. saying
0: I'm. I pretend it's normal, oh. like every day. Like oh, this happens day. constantly. Oh, okay. It's all the yes. time. Oh. This is a big deal. No, it's not a big deal. What
1: happens to me every day? Yeah.
0: It's it's still it's something though that as long as the person is I'd say I'm at like a two, three times a week level right now. Okay. And That's good. So it's certainly common enough, but I'm excited every single time. Right. As long as they're not weird.
1: Right. Okay. They can
0: get weird. (laughs) The advice I would give and tell me if you disagree with this or not, the advice I would give when you recognize somebody that you watch on whether it's Mm -hmm. television or YouTube or whatever the first thing you should say is you should tell them how you know them. You should not go, hey, Steve, hey, Glazel." You should go, "Glazel, I watch your YouTube. So that way you're not sitting there trying to figure out how you know this fucker. That way you're not spending like two minutes just being like, is this – I don't want to have the, the long resists. conversation.
1: Like, have your camera ready, and I'll take the picture. Yeah. And you can send a message on Twitter, whatever. Like, I saw you, and I watched your video. Like, yeah. I, it's the 30 minutes of that. And I'm like, that's the issue. I'll take the Hey, yeah, and go. I have no problem with that. It's when you want to, you know, fumble around, find. Can I? Can I? And you take twenty minutes to find a phone. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It was a video. Oh, this. Like, can somebody take the picture? Can somebody? And it, you know, we're.
0: <laughs> the weirdest part to be me ready. is when someone someone will come up after a show and want to take a picture and not have their phone out. And I was like, What did you think was gonna? happen? You were waiting online. There was a line of I people. I do
1: not want to think that I was just like ready.
0: Yeah, that I was prepared. <laughs>
1: but, that I was, have have your, your phone out. Have, have your if You want to take out. a picture? Have your yeah. phone out. Have you? I have my phone out all the time when I yeah. go to like LAX. I'm like, you know, everybody. I'm like when I run into somebody, I'm like, hey, I have a picture. Click.
0: Yeah. Oh, and then, then that's.
1: spending twenty minutes like I saw you know, the third episode of blah blah blah. It was my favorite. I don't.
0: Yeah, just don't like hey, you know, thanks for <laughs> thanks for being here. Yes. The uh, but I I also like the idea of like you you and I I think I think are at different points. With especially with fan bases because you attract a much younger fan base than Mm -hmm. I do. So you're going to get people who are, like, super excited and have no idea what to do with themselves, (laughs) which is very different. Most of the time when someone's excited to see me, I have to engage in conversation with them because they're – like, they don't even know what to say. (laughs) And I'm just like, oh, okay, so you coming to a show? You come, you know, like, I'm trying to – because I also don't want to – I don't want it to just be like, oh, hey, thanks, and then leave. Right. So like, I'm trying to at least give them a moment.
1: I get the parents like, I don't know who you are, but my child just yeah. seemed to <laughs> be happy, but I don't know. I don't watch that stuff, you know. It I, used to be that way. Now everyone kind of knows.
0: I love that the parents, like, ha- they, they want to go out of their way. Yes. I'll have that sometimes where someone will come up to me at a show and it'll be like a couple, you know, and like, it'll just be like, I didn't know who you were, but my boyfriend wanted to come see you. I'm like, you could have just said thanks.
1: Right. Like what? That insult, like, what, you what could was have the just, point?
0: yeah. Whenever someone says, uh, I didn't know who you were before today, I always go, That's cool. I didn't know who you were either.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Don't worry about it. That's a good one. But, you know, I'm like, I'm just really nice. I'm like, You didn't have to say that. Yeah.
0: Thank you. I and, and I will say, it is, and for those listening who think that, you know, uh, rich people's problems, like yes. this is first world shit, look, yeah. I love when people come and say hello to me. Me too. As long as you do it respectfully and you don't be weird about it.
1: That's all we ask. Like, yeah, I think that's a normal thing, yeah, right? Yeah, so you can stop me. And my, my daughter seems to think that everybody knows her. And she's she sees a camera. She's smiling. So I don't have a problem with it. Just, you know, don't spend 20 minutes. Have your camera ready. Yeah. And it's all good.
0: I, I was on a flight with um, Mark Curry. Oh. And we're leaving the airport. And so we're just, we're walking through LAX. And he did something that I think was brilliant, which is, because everybody looks at him for a second. And there's that second of, how do I know you? Uh-huh. And as they're doing that, he just, hey, what's up? He just says hi and keeps walking. And it's brilliant. He's saying hello to people before they can do, and they're so taken off guard that by the time this happens, he's five feet further down, and then he's just <laughs> keep walking. It was I was like, man, you have done this a lot. Well, I mean, he's been famous 20 years. Yes, yes. So, uh, but I was very impressed by that approach. Have
1: you ever had the celebrities who don't take pictures with you or something I, like that?
0: I, I always try to... I actually, I don't know if I ask for pictures usually. Okay. I think most of the time, because what I've found is that the one thing that everybody, no matter how much of a commerger they are, mm-hmm. the one thing that everybody is okay with is you saying thank you. And so okay. what I'll say to people, if I see someone I admire, like I'll go over to them and I'll just be like, you know, hey, really like your work. I just want to just say thank you for putting that out in the world. And I've never had a bad reaction to that. I've That's never good. had anybody be like, well, you're not welcome. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> we're so conditioned, I think, to just be like, oh, thank you. know." And I think a lot of times people see someone famous and they want something from them. Mm-hmm. And so all I try to do is just express gratitude. And what I've also decided is no matter how famous someone is, if I don't have anything to thank them for, why should I go talk to them?
1: Exactly right. Because if they've
0: good. done nothing to... <laughs> Like just because oh you were on a reality show that I don't watch I don't care you know if I want to say thank you it's because you've done something to positively affect my life. That's, so that's it. Why. That is true. That's so. Good. Thank you for being on the show. Uh, <laughs> Damn it! It didn't work once. Uh, um what do you want from me you are an absolute delight (laughs) and i appreciate you being here
1: and we'll be in vegas uh yeah we're gonna do vegas Vegas. shows now yeah
0: um, i'm excited tell to plug whatever the hell you want to plug
1: yes please uh follow me subscribe and click like i'm still there on youtube Glozel one and on all social media Glozel. check me out on ion network um social media uh, that's the name of the movie and oh the
0: movie's called social media
1: yes it's called social media oh that's awesome and what a, um, Vanity Fair and also the show The Doctors is coming out
0: Excellent. Well, mm-hmm. we'll check you out on all that stuff Thank and you. on our multi year run in Vegas coming yes, up. Yes,
1: I'm excited.
0: You would kill in Vegas. I'm not kidding around about circus, this. Circus, circus sponsor. It's going to happen. Yes. It's going to happen. <laughs> I take back everything negative I said about that. Yes. Thank you guys for watching, for subscribing, for liking, for reviewing, for all that stuff. And definitely uh, go check out Glozell's channel. Love you Bye.